Welcome to episode 15 of SoFly. It's episode 15. Is it? It is, because uh, okay, this is going to go at December 1st. If people are listening to this, it's December. And um, it comes after 14, which is November, which is the episode we did last time. So yeah, this is episode 15. Well, that's my lucky number. 15? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it may as well be this time, I guess. Uh, so. My name is Mitch, and of course, I'm, Ga- I'm joined here again by uh, Gab. Hi, Gab, everyone. Yilma. Hello. And uh, we have a very special guest on the show today. Uh, he's here to talk about saltwater fly fishing and uh, all the fly fishing that he's done, which is certainly probably a lot more than all three of us, uh, especially on the salts, something we're really keen about learning about. Uh, Greg, how's it going? It's awesome. Thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, I love talking for... about fishing. Oh, yeah. Well, in hockey, as you know. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. We're going to talk about fishing today, that's for sure. Um, but let's just jump into first uh, how you started fly fishing and a little bit about yourself and, and well, your background. Well, let me talk about the, the, the fly fishing. Let me talk about fishing first. Yeah. I fished all my life. I go to Lake Ontario mm-hmm. in the summertime. I'd pack, a, you know, some sandwiches in a bag and I'd look for worms at night on my neighbor's lawns and I'd go down and I'd walk on the beach and go out in those piers that you weren't supposed to. Yeah. So i catch little fish like perch and the odd pike and mm-hmm. give them to my neighbors. Um, they didn't mind that green glow back <laughs> in the day. Um, so anyway, I, I do love fishing and I've had the pleasure of fishing at my cottage in Georgian Bay. Um, I've had a little place in the Cayman Islands for a long, long time. And so I would just spin fish there, walking the beach. Yeah. And then in the, <laughs> you guys will laugh, in the uh, early 90s, <clears throat> I started fly fishing. And the first year was awful, like that's what we were talking about a little yeah. bit with just that if you, you think you're reasonably athletic and you think you can cast, yeah. but when you start with a fly line, it's a whole different thing. So the first year I was awful, mm-hmm. but I did catch a 22 pound salmon on a dry fly in, on the Moise River in Quebec. Whoa. It's uh, 12 miles north of Settile. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's on the North Shore. Yeah, and you go in by helicopter, and it's, like, awesome. But it, it's, you don't have to cast. You just have to be able to drop the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but my <laughs> friends were seasoned, mm-hmm. and I was a little embarrassed. So after year two, I could cast. So I I go to the schoolyard. Yeah, sounds like me. Sounds like me and these guys. I take schoolyard. I take five rods, mm-hmm. lay them out, and before I go down to other places that I would go, um, <clears throat> excuse me, I would uh, practice. And if you're going on a trip that's reasonably expensive and you only get to do it once a year, you got to be ready. Mm-hmm. So I would go and crank it out. Mm-hmm. So that's really when I started. That's where I started. And then I did the rest of Goosh, the Miramisu, back to the Moise, all prime time. I had good friends with great water. Yeah. But I mentioned the Cayman Islands and what this will lead us into salt water. Mm-hmm. What I, what always struck me was I used to love smallmouth bass. How could you not? Oh my God. Right? Everybody does, so right? Smallmouth bass. Love bang, smallmouth. Bang. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, and in my younger day, I remember one one day in Algonquin Park, I caught one five ten and another one five eleven. 
my buddies were on the shore. I saw a rock. I swam out to it. I, I swam out holding my rod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> climbed up on the rock. And so I used to love the fight of a smallmouth, yeah. which everyone says pound for pound mm-hmm. is, you know, very, mm-hmm. very strong fish. And it is. But then I got to Cayman. And I got a five-pound five jack. That's like a 20-pound smallmouth bass. Because it just, like, runs, eh? They are, it's, they're just more vigorous. The species mm-hmm. are more vigorous. I think they're, they've got more people, try, more yeah. creatures trying to eat them. Yeah. And they are powerful. Like, just be, it's fresh to salt to me is like a smallmouth bass on steroids. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. that I know what that's like, but you get the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You get the idea. Yeah. So I knew then, and I'd started with um, the fly fishing on the Atlantic salmon. And so one of my friends had a place in Ocean Reef, which is in Key Largo. I don't think he has it today. Well, he does, but it spread out a little more. Yeah. That hurricane smoke. Oh, my yeah, God, yeah. Which is awful. Yeah. But that water... <clears throat> I had a friend with uh, Fisheries Canada out of British Columbia. Mm. His name was Tom Bird, terrific guy. He died way too young, but he and he and I used to fish at Langara, which is in the Queen Charlotte Islands, mm-hmm. for uh, Chinook, coho, and halibut. And we always there's just an abundance of fish. The trees are bigger, the rocks are bigger. There's more eagles than you'll see in your life. Phenomenal. Oh my God. It's phenomenal. Yeah. But I brought him down to Ocean Reef, where we're now fly fishing for bonefish, tarpon, and permit. Permit. Oh, wow. And Tom said, this is one of the most prolific fisheries I've seen in my life. <clears throat> that was on the East Coast. Mm-hmm. So I fished there for probably the best part of 10 years, but then people part and... Mm-hmm. You know, you can only hang out at a friend's place so many years and get away with it. <clears throat> but so I bought a place on the other coast and I made sure that we could, I found a way to fish the West Coast. Mm-hmm. And the short version of that, just to kind of give you the overview, yeah. is I found a guide in the Everglades, in the Everglades and a guy who loves to fish as much as I do. And so we drive <clears throat> we drive an hour and 15 minutes from Bonita Springs to the Everglades. We've got a guy who's a human GPS. <laughs> he is just yes. me of someone. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. And we we just have a blast. Yeah. And we don't keep once in a while we'll keep yeah. a fish. But for the most I, part, it's... But I did, it's mainly catch and release. Yeah. Yeah. When my family was growing up in uh, Grand Cayman, the locals there called me the snook man. <laughs> Have you heard of snook? Yeah, yeah snook, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Florida fishing guide calls grouper excellent and snook superb. Oh, really? So it's a great eating fish. So my family used to request, Dad, can we have fish tonight? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, well, I'll go. I'm happy to go for a three-hour walk along the beach and fish, okay. <laughs> yeah, if you want, I What guess. I do for my family. <laughs> <laughs> but then they started naming the kind of fish they want. Oh. So yeah. snook was always at the top of the list. Uh, at any rate, <clears throat> snook on the West Coast uh, were prolific prior to the big freeze. They lost 50,000 f- 
eight or eight years ago, whatever it was. Wow. But they're back now, mm -hmm. and they're certainly prolific in the Everglades. And um, I've got pictures of all those if we want to show them to the oh, audience. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> we're going to want to see some of those for yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so I, we fish for snook, and tarpon are my favorite. If I could do one thing in the world, and only one, I'd be fly fishing for tarpon. Really. Mm. It is a life-changing experience. It, it, forget the fly. Use a mullet. Use a pinfish. Use yeah. a crab. Yeah. Catch, catch a tarpon. Over a bonefish. A bonefish, they're good. They're, mm -hmm. they're, you have to, you know, you're stalking them. Right. And all the fishing, by the way, that we do is sight fishing. It's all sight. All sight. Yeah. We're not, tarpon included. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, you, you don't cast until you see until them, you see. and until you know which end is the head, because if they're if they're laid up, yeah, yeah. the guide, Kevin, will say, "There's ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. Do you see it?" I went, "Yeah, yeah, I got it." I said, "He said left side," and so I do a false cast. And he said, "No, don't, don't bring it back right side." Boom, because he didn't. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you got to tarpon. Uh -huh. You got to put it right in their eyeballs. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Kind yeah. of like cats, right? You got to tent them to it. Kind of when you're fishing for cats? No, no. When you when you <laughs> play with a cat, you know, like oh yeah, for sure. Like you gotta yeah. yeah. That's and do what you, I heard. What's the take like from a tarpon on a fly when you get it in front of them? Well, the interesting thing it, it takes a little bit, but it is it is hard to describe. But first of all, you can't rod set a tarpon. Mm -hmm. So all these things you're stripping. Right. When you feel it go tight, you have to pop it hard. Hard, yeah. hard. Why is and that? Be, their mouths are like steel. Right, right. Okay. okay. So you just you got to crank it. They have yeah. no teeth. It's like a large mouth. Yeah, bass. it's like a, right. Yeah. They're just little ridges. But it's just like. <clears throat> but then the take is, it's like, the visual I have is the North Korean missiles going off. It's like coming. Out of the, <laughs> yeah. It's like coming out of the water. Yeah. Oh man. And I I've often said I said you know if you imagine taking. A baby deer and tying it on a low hanging branch <laughs> and then you put a tiger yeah and watch the tiger take that thing yeah because a tarpon is yeah. it's kind of like yeah. just hits it it explodes yeah. yeah it explodes and then there's one that i i have here was 10 jumps i have 400 feet of backing and the fly line it was like gone in a minute and a half mm. with ten aerials. Wow. Jesus. And and wow. then and then you have to fight and yeah. and you grind it. But a former partner of mine and a guy that uh, with whom I played hockey and for a decade or so, and a good friend, he he I said, Ron, I've booked a guide for fly fishing, but it's too windy. I said, Do you want to come and we'll catch you a tarp? And he said, oh, Greg, I've only I've only caught a three-pound bass with my grandfather in uh, Lake Simcoe. And I went, let's go, and we'll get you a tarpon. So we went out that day. He and I had a, I talked him through yeah. just basically here's what's going to happen, Man. and here's what you do. And he did all of that perfectly, and he landed a 110-pound tarpon that day. Oh, my God. And the next week... Um, he got his fourth hole in one at the at his golf club, mm. which is a few miles from mine. And one of his associates said, Ron, it must be awesome getting your fourth hole in one. He said, yeah, it's really good. 
but it's nothing like catching a tarpon. <laughs> and he has fished every week. Amazing. Yeah. Since? Every week. Amazing. Since. Not for tarpon, but anyhow, that's sort of a... Yeah. 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 110 pounds. That's ridiculous. Mm, that is yeah. a big fish. I think the biggest fish I've ever caught was uh, 10 pounds. And it was like uh, insane. <laughs> and that's like the biggest fish. Well, that's a, gr- that's a lovely fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I've caught lots of those. Yeah. Um, anyhow, I could, I could yeah. stray wherever you want me to here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, think, I think it's uh, tarpon fishing something that totally excites all of us. I mean, we, uh, we went to the IF4 last year and we watched a, a film that was in the uh, International Fly Fishing Field Festival. And it was uh, all about catching tarpon and trying to get uh, a number of tarpon. It was, what was it? It was, uh, it was in Costa Rica. Something. But remember, it was it was Stations. triple something. It was like a, a tarpon, a jack, and a yeah, it's a and a permit. No, yeah, it'd be, it'd be a tarpon, a, a permit, and uh, um, a bonefish. A bonefish, yeah, right. The our, Grand Slam. Yeah, Grand Slam. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, on our co- on our on our side, it's a redfish, a tarpon, mm. and a snook. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's you know. Yeah. And that's in the Everglades. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's. <clears throat> There's a bay that we fish in, which is north of Naples at Bonita Springs, and that's shallow water. And I took a friend and his wife from the NHL. I took them out one afternoon with a guide and just bait fished. And uh, she, Paula, caught a 41-inch redfish. Oh, my God. That's huge. That's like... 41 inches. I've got it on... Oh my God! Anything I'm talking about? I got We have to see that. Yeah, yeah, it is on this phone. Because that's a big fish. <laughs> yeah, that's a big we red see fish. It. Yeah. Well, we can, we can get there. Yeah. And um, <laughs> another to your point though on on weight, mm-hmm. the I often say with fly fishing, even if you're not catching, you can still be casting. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it, 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 you're dropping bait over and there's nothing taking, fine. But if you're not seeing anything, we're still casting. You'll see a shark come by and you'll try to put it on the shark's head. Yep. So you're target casting. Mm-hmm. And you'll try back casting. And, you know, it's... It's so enjoy. It's an enjoyable it's way enjoyable. to... It's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I can... St- I stand... I practice at my place in Florida, which is now in the 12th tee box. And I'm just out practicing. I get people wanting to give me lessons, wanting lessons. Yeah, yeah, lessons. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I say, well, I, I've given a few friends lessons, but yeah. not something I want to be doing every day. But yeah. it is very zen-like. Oh, yeah. yeah. And very, it feels very, very good. Yeah. Yep. Even if you're not catching fish. Yeah. Yep. So we've had, and as you know, you can go, you can go a day and just say, oh, it's so dead. Yeah. One tarpon changes the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. One 10-pound whatever it was. Musky, Steelhead. Pike, whatever. Yeah. Changes the day. It's not about the numbers. Totally. No. Yeah. You know, and so that's, that's a thing that steelhead season's upon us almost, basically. And uh, we do it for the casting because we don't catch anything. And it was a 10-pound steelhead that day. And it was just like, yep. not only did it change the day, it's like one of those, it was like Life. a, it was a, yeah. It was definitely the highlight of the year. Yeah. And it's one of those things I'll never forget because it was my first land of steelhead. But it was like hundreds, thousands of casts with, with these two guys on the river. For months, for you know, for a long time on the when it's raining and it's cold. cold. Oh my god, been there, grizzle. Yeah, I love it. Yep, but like you said, one changes the whole. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, I had um, oh, one thing uh, that I mentioned to Yilma at one point is uh, my 
I, I was going one day with my guide alone because my partner was busy. So he took a smaller boat and he does a um, uh, Google Earth of the Everglades. Yeah. And we found a, a place that no one had ever been in. Totally surrounded by um, vegetation. Like mangroves yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we went there and he gave me a saw. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm in the front of the boat. He's poling in the back. So we're going yeah. through all this stuff. Yeah. And I'm sawing. Amazing. And I got spiders dropping on me. I said, <laughs> Kevin, I'm paying you a lot of money a day. <laughs> yeah. And I'm blazing a trail for you to come in next Thursday. Yeah, with, yeah, with someone else. Yeah. <laughs> but, but we went in and, and it, was, it was dead. And I said, uh, I said, well, it looks awesome. Yeah. He said it will be. And I said, are we in a tide change? He said, yeah, 30 minutes. He said, let's just have a sandwich. Oh. 30 minutes later, boom. Oh, my God, really? Boom. Just boom. like lit up. Yeah, lit up, redfish. Because they'll, they'll hide in, in the uh, yeah. mangroves. Right, right. And then but as soon as the water comes up, yeah. they've got a little more room. And mm -hmm. they'll and come they kind of get, uh, yeah. yeah. That's the other thing is moving water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Salt water, you need a tide change. You don't need it, it's best. Yeah. And I, I like to fish two hours before and two hours after a lot of tide change. It doesn't matter if it's high or low, mm -hmm. you go to you adjust accordingly. Mm -hmm. But when you get moving water, they're they're feeding. Right, right, right. So and I think I think it's a little different than I you can get fish the bite'll be on, they'll turn on <clears throat> wherever they are, but it isn't really a tide change per se. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In fresh water. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's pretty exciting when he calls it. Yeah. No, no, we're not going to, no, no, 30 minutes. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's yeah. totally badass. Yeah, yeah. It's, it is. 30 minutes from now, we're going to be into some yeah, serious we'll, we'll fish. We'll just sit like, here for a while. Yeah, yeah that's the best. Yeah. Yeah. And total confidence in him now, too, right? 100%. Like, you could go out with this guy and be like, yeah, this is going to, he knows what's well, up. Well, I'll tell you in a little story. On the other, on the um, Key Largo side, Ocean Reef, after a few years of, you know, you hook a couple and you lose them. And, you know, it's Murphy's Law when you're fly fishing. You're going to, you'll find a way to screw up on a, on a tarpon. Yeah. Because they're so crazy and they're so powerful and you're so excited. When you see them coming uh, on the, the, the ocean reef side, the guide's all set up because the tarpon are hugging the shore because hammerhead sharks. Oh, man are here but they're basically migrating yeah but there's when they follow the shoreline there's only there's certain places yep. where they can cut in and out yeah so the guys get set up at this spot spot a yeah. and you can see them coming a mile away on i'll show i'll show you the everglade you, it's like glass yeah and you'll see they porpoise Oh really? Mm. Oh wow! On quiet point, they porpoise, yeah. so they suck in air. Yeah, and they just and then you'll see a tail, boom, boom. Oh man! You see the sun glisten off the back of one. Oh man! And now they're coming. Yeah, and they're within a hundred <laughs> yards. Yeah, and the guide starts to pull, and he swings you on a forty-five degree angle. Oh my God! Yeah. And then the others that are with it explode. But you can see them, yeah. and like in the beginning, you're, you're yeah, you're it's, gonna pee. Yeah, <laughs> you're just pretty much numb, right? You might you're as well. In shock. Yeah, it's amazing. Now I do, but it's for other reasons. 
<laughs> but you see them coming like a wall of just fury. You'll, you'll see a dark, well, on, on that side, not in the Everglades, mm -hmm. but on that ocean reef side, because it's sandy bottom, yeah. and then patches of blue and dark and patches of white, you'll just see a cloud, or you'll see them porpoising in unison. Or you, sometimes you just see them, we call it lollygag, and they're just in like a daisy chain. They're just in a circle. Start just going around. Oh, this is stupid. <laughs> That's awesome. <Just> fired in. <laughs> <laughs> but on that side, one day, um, I'm going to go back to the guide piece that you just mentioned. Yeah. On, on predictions <clears throat> and, and all that. But on, on the ocean reef side. Yeah. One day, I hooked five and landed four, and they were 85 to 120 pounds, and I had to go into the water on two of them. Oh, my God. And the guy just said, like, they're sharks. I didn't care. I'm just... Yeah. One got uh, around a sea fan. Yeah. Mm. And I just said to my friend, hold this. Yeah. He said, don't go in. Don't go in. I'm in. Yeah. Lifted up just as it ran. And yeah. so we were laughing, and it was yeah. crazy. But yeah. we, I landed them. And then on the other side, you know, we've caught... We've caught a couple in a day, uh, and that's a great day. And mm -hmm. you're getting snook and redfish as well. Oh, man. So we're fishing one tide. We're fishing. Yeah. My, okay. my, so buddy, likes, yeah. my buddy likes redfish and snook. I like tarpon. So we. So it's kind of, you're kind of going all day, and you got fishing yep. all day. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. All day. Man. And this one day, um, our guide, Kevin, didn't, he hadn't gone out the day before, and it was bad conditions and all of that. And when we got in the boat, I said, Kev, what are we up to today? He said, you know, I don't know. He said, I didn't go out yesterday. All the guys were phoning me last night saying they got nothing. And it was dead. And what am I going to do today? He said, yeah. I wasn't sure. I said, well, get that feeling out of your system. <laughs> you know, we're going to slam it today, just in my naturally enthusiastic yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we go up this river, big, huge, wide river, which we hadn't been in. And all you could see was bait popping all you could see from 7.30 in the morning mm -hmm. until 2 o'clock. And my partner and I are alternating casts. Usually you alternate one. Well, we start to say, well, take two. Yeah. All right, take three. Because every cast, not every, but just about it. I landed 20 tarpon that day. 20? 20, landed. Wow. That, but they were 15 to 40 pounds. Jesus, though. So, so. But, is it a juvenile it's insane of the yeah. size or no yeah. yeah well 40 pound would be okay yeah so but 40 pounds juvenile it's but, insane to me but, <laughs> it's uh, ridiculous but i mean 50, a 15 pound tarpon That's, yeah. they dance they go crazy mm -hmm. and my partner joe he caught like 10 and and an equal number of snook yeah so we just said and so we i, I said to him as we're aging i said joe Here's the deal. We have 100 days like this left in our lives. This cannot be topped. He said, I totally agree. Because we, I'm, I'm, I'm in the countdown. We're, we're, we've, got 90 left. <laughs> we've got 90 left, and I hope to blow through 10 more this year. So it was just as perfect a day as you can imagine. So I've had the big fish on that side, the, the day where we were just non-stop if three casts maximum from 7 30 till 1 o'clock it was just like what in the 
That's yeah. what? Thank you, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> that was just ridiculous. Yeah. And we've had other days with less fish that were good for different reasons. Mm-hmm. You know, the different different weather. We were in a different place. Yep. We, we had good shots. Yeah. Good yep. shots at big fish. We screwed up a few. Yeah. But uh, that was a day that <laughs> my pal and I will just never forget. But the guide didn't think we were going to get very much that day because there was a weather change the day before. I don't know, it was a full moon, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so he, we he, found bait yep. popping in a weird spot, and all these fish were just in munching on them. Yeah. And we just, we, we could have kept going. And nobody but else was really out. It was two boats with bait. With <clears throat> bait guys came in. Yeah. And they were fishing. One guy was 50 yards from us. And he dropped bait in, and he had like a 20-pound snook in like four seconds. <laughs> they were fi- fishing beside pillar, you know, the yep. uh, mm. pier posts. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so they pulled, they pulled out a few snook. Well, we weren't watching that. I don't care. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were just like. Oh, you're in your own moment a, at that mm-hmm, point, right? Happy, happy play. Yeah. And when we got set up, I remember that morning. Joe said, Greg, you go first. I said, no, Joe, you drove. So the guy who drives should dr- should get first cast. And so he got a snook. He said, "Okay, your turn." I don't know. I, I said, "I'm just. I'll be. I'll be there in a minute." I'm, I, I like watching my friends catch fish. Yeah. yeah. Same. So, I said, "No, no, keep going." So he he caught five, and then and they were all snooks. So we just happened around the curve in the river. I said, yeah, "Okay, give it to me." Bang, tarpon. Oh my god! Awesome. <laughs> it was perfect. Yeah. Tarpon. <laughs> so what kind of flies are you using? What kind of flies are you using? I'll show you. Yeah. A, a number two hook. Mm-hmm. Black feathers are my favorite. Yeah. Um, but if they're eating, they're eating. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have my other good friend with whom I went to the <coughs> the Moisey, the Restigouche, and the Miramichi. He used to own Skinner's, uh, the fly and gun shop on Toronto Street, just north of King. Do you remember that? No. It sounds kind of familiar. It was the best fly fishing store in Toronto, and he used to. I, I'd say, Husky, I'm going in. He said, well, you mentioned my name. It's retail plus 20. <laughs> but, but he had that shop. Yeah. And that's gone now. I think there's one further along King. Yeah, Queen. No, it's on Queen. Or Queen. Yeah, Queen, yeah, right. now, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, and, and his brother, who's a judge in New Brunswick, he's a beauty. <laughs> Big 300 pound, the judge. <laughs> the judge, yeah. yeah. Always, yeah. yeah. And uh, he ties flies. Yeah. And uh, a couple of other guys there. So I, I bought all these beautiful flies. I don't use them. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just I have them. It's a huge collection. Yeah, yeah. So, so tarpon are picky though. They're not looking for you don't have to match anything. It's just no. yeah. I mean, it's presentation. Uh, presentation. Presentation is huge, yeah. and it, it, you're going between a fly like that, this black or white, mm-hmm. and I had one that uh, I, on the other side I caught most tarpon on, and it was kind of a bluey, greeny, and yellow, with a little sparkle. Yep. And uh, but still that big. Yeah. Crazy. And you, they want to eat. If they're not eating. That's it. What are they doing? Yeah. They just don't want it. They yeah. just don't want it. You can put it on their beaks and yeah. it doesn't happen. But when it does... Hang on. So they'll hit pretty much any kind of salt pattern, relatively speaking. You know, like bigger streamers type of thing, and you can usually get them. Well, when I have a guide, I just take what he puts on. Yeah. Because he ties them. Yeah. And my buddy Joe, he likes to tie them, and I'm going to put a crab pattern on or a shrimp or yeah. 
I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I want. I don't want. I don't even know what they are, and it doesn't matter. I mean, I generally. I yeah. used to know. I used to know, the first Atlantic salmon I caught. Yeah. On when I could cast, not not the dry fly. Yeah. Um, was at that same place. It was at Endicott East. Is was the exact camp, or the exact spot in the river, big bend in the river. Mm-hmm. That that's on the Moisey. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And my guide was, um, you know, his English and my French were equally good, but we communicated well. But what I saw, I watched him. I said, could you just show me what you want me to do? Yeah. And he was doing a water haul where you're just using right. the force of yeah. the water to load the rod. Yeah. yeah. And I started doing that, and he just went, and crayab. <laughs> so that like it just I got it yeah, yeah right yeah. yeah and so I whistled at him because I I thought I saw a salmon roll it's rapidy yeah I went fish mm-hmm. he went no no and I went one minute you just pull ten inches more six eight ten uh, yeah. maybe a foot more on the yeah. fly line yeah. you do the same cast mm-hmm. forty five degree sweep mm-hmm. twenty two pound salmon. Oh my God! So I remember my first salmon. Yeah, and it was on a green machine, which is a yep. little oh, yeah. dry, wet, dry fly. Yeah, yep. or a dry, wet fly. Yeah, but and it just kind of bounces. Yeah, little green machine. Mm-hmm. Oh man, Boom. awesome! So that was in 1992. Yeah, and here it is. Yeah, 2024, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but I still remember. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, so it's that's good. a good way to get a fish right there, though. It was amazing. Well, it's yeah. all it's all good. Atlantic salmon on on the dry for oh, first Atlantic salmon. That's pretty good. And where a guide doesn't think there's a fish, well, he just didn't see it. He was smoking. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> wasn't tuned in. Awesome. He didn't believe you would would catch anything, or he didn't want you to catch it. He probably saw it. Oh no 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 no. They know. The tipping is proportionate to the take. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> exactly. They want you to catch yeah. them. They're yeah, happy they, you yeah, catch yeah. them. Yeah, of they're, course. They're guys, man. Right? They, yeah. they, they live through you. They're good guys. They're not yeah, fishing. They're, they're just taking yeah. people fishing. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, their passion is fishing, so they really yeah. want you yeah. to catch something. Which, which, is something. which is good and bad, in my opinion. But anyway, not, not to worry about that. Um, and then they, they guide for hunting in the fall. Right. So they, they have a... You know, it's a good. whole business. Yeah. 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 So, snook, fishing for snook, though, and redfish. Redfish is another fish that's super interesting to me. You always see pictures of them, magazines, yeah. you w- see them in... Why are they uh, interesting to you, man? Because they're, they're such a, an awesome-looking fish, redfish. Beautiful. Yeah. So cool-looking. Yeah. And uh, apart from snook, you know, I, I sort of, because I haven't fished salt, I kind of group things together. Snook, I think snook and redfish, you know, kind of all the same. Is like catching a redfish. Like what? What? How is that different from from a snook in terms of take? Because you're kind of comparing snook to smallmouth bass. Well, <clears throat> I I didn't mean to. Yeah. Um, it was more it, of the. It, yeah, I mean it, it. It a snook has the he, the head and the mouth of a largemouth bass. Right. And it has a black horizontal line, lateral line, yep. mm-hmm. going down it, and so and it has yellowy fins and yellowy tail. And it hits hard, and it jumps. It jumps, yeah. And runs and jumps. Right. So a, a redfish, 
and I only started catching them in the last you know half dozen years mm -hmm. but they are bulls yeah they're less spooky than uh, it, it's sort of the bonefish of the West Coast in Florida. Okay. okay. If, yeah, yeah. There's no bonefish on the on the West Coast. Yeah. And there's no redfish on the East Coast. Mm. So, but to me, I'll trade them in a minute. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I think I don't know if I said it here tonight, but I, I know when we spoke, I, I said the bone the bonefish is four 100 yard dashes. Yeah. Yeah. And it's over. Yeah. And it's exciting because they, they they fly. Yeah. And they're hard they're hard to get. You can I, I can make a cast to a redfish and slap it on the water. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And you say, Oh gee whiz, they're gonna spook. Yeah. They don't yeah, sometimes they do. But and then when they hit, it's hard and it's Oh yeah. Straight down. Yeah. Oh, man. They look heavy. Like they, they do. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You, you see photos, they're holding it. It's like it's thick, you know. It's like, it's like very it's strong. Yeah, that, that big mouth. Yeah, they're like, well, they're they're crushing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like crabs and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, but they they the take nothing like a tarpon, mm -hmm. different from a snook, and uh, but they're powerful. Yeah, and my friend Joe Bavona down in Florida, he his favorite is redfish. Yeah. He likes redfish and snook. Yeah. We're a match made in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and they take tough water too, eh? Like a gurgler, fly like that, like almost like uh, saltwater uh, um, poppers. Like they go after those. Uh, very po I, I haven't fished okay. them that way because we're fishing very shallow water mm. for reds. Mm -hmm. So we may be in a foot of water. Yeah. yeah. So we go back right in the back country. Mm. And then when that tide starts to move a little bit and you get into a foot or two. Yeah. yeah. So do you ever get off the boat because it's so flat or do you stay on the... I, I, I did yeah. and um, was asked not to. Why is, oh, why is that? Because... Well, I mean, there's sharks in the area. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. And, and crocs, or gators right. rather. Yeah. And... The and caimans go into the, the salt water? Oh, I mean, yeah. Cayman? Yeah. Oh, you mean caimans? Yeah, Ca yeah, 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 yeah. Are they... So I mentioned the Cayman Islands. Yeah. <laughs> yes. They go with brackish water, and <clears throat> there's a lot of brackish water in, I see. in the Everglades. Yeah. Which is the salt and fresh salt kind of fresh. mix. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. that's cool. Damn. So there's lots of that. And where we were, it, you sink. Like yeah. It's a muddy bottom. So yeah. I've been in places where I love to walk. I mean, in Cayman, mm -hmm. I walked the beach first to make sure. I've had, there's... <clears throat> Something they say about uh, snook is they will hit with the last roll of the surf. And when I was in Cayman, it's very windy. So I'm often, if I'm looking for dinner for my family, yep. I'll take a rapala or rapala, I don't know what you call them today. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. And I just <laughs> fire them, uh, fire them out, and I twitch them, yep. twitch them in on the top of the water like they're wounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Anything wounded is going to get eaten in the ocean. Yeah. That's it. It's just, and big fish go for any injured prey. They're looking for that, right? They're looking for it. Yeah. It's an easy meal. Yeah. Easy meal. So I've literally had a snook, <coughs> who was delicious, by the way, Yeah. <laughs> put his whole head out of the water onto the sand. Oh, my God. And drag the rapala back into the water. Yeah. And run as soon as he oh, ran. Man. I just popped him. Yeah, and he fought like a bear. But yeah. man, 
they'll come right there. You don't have to, ca- you don't have yeah. to be crazy. Yeah. You don't, you can, you, I've cut so many snook within a foot of the sand. <laughs> yeah. Because you get turtle grass. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they ambush in the turtle grass and then you get a little, little pool here and, and you tit, 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 tit across the turtle grass and you get to that, that little hole. Yeah. Boom. Oh man. So I walked the beach. To Just make off sure. the surf too. Sorry? Just off the surf. Just on the off beach. the on the beach, I mean, sorry. Yeah. Right on the beach. It's crazy. Wow. Right on the beach. And how big a I was born how on big the beach. was that fish? <laughs> uh, probably seven or eight pounds. That's awesome. That's crazy. That's and good. I've had fi- I, I I have a couple of spots, but mm-hmm. that I have preferred there. Yeah. And I've and I've caught a fair amount of fish. So but there's a spot where I like to start here and if it's not productive or the weather's the wind is too bad i'll walk out into the turtle grass out to my knees where i'm before the hole and after another ridge of turtle grass and and coral yeah and i fired i fired it was a windy windy crazy day and i had two snook that were over 30 35 inches wow both torpedo in chasing the one <laughs> lure the rapala yeah, yeah. But they're looking for a school. They're look, yeah. They're thinking this is part of a school, and they want to go in and bang them. Yeah. Oh, it's exciting. It's insane. Oh, yeah. Crazy. I love the fact that in saltwater you gotta like hunting for them. Like you gotta stalk them, see what they're doing. It's totally gotta be what like, it, patience. You know, like mm-hmm. you can't just like, oh, there's one, and then guess to it. You gotta you gotta feel what it's doing. Right. But I, I that's that's what I call um, fly fishing is hunting with a rod. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what it's all sight. And, and it, like you say, the salt's all sight. You can see them coming up to your lure from from a little bit away. Like you can see yeah, them about the gu- to strike. Or the guide ha- who's on a higher platform, right, yeah. Yeah. he has the angle. Because sometimes when, in the, the, the sun, you get a glare. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and I'll say, Kevin, I, I don't see him. He said he's right there. I said, where? He said, 40 feet, 2 o'clock. So you do a false cast in the air. He'll say a, a foot left or a foot right. Right. Boom, drop it. Mm-hmm. Strip, strip, boom. So sometimes I don't see them, but he does. Just yeah. Like one strip. Well, sometimes, no, they'll, I mean, yeah. I like that. Yeah. But <laughs> right after sometimes one. Sometimes they'll chase. Yeah. Keep going, keep going, keep going, keep going, and they take it right at the boat. Yeah. Oh, man. It's crazy. It's a rush. God, yeah. saltwater fishing I'd is just. That. It's like a, it's like a, I don't even, like it's an alien thing, you know? Catching a snook. I'd be like, what is this fish? <laughs> We're used to bass and trout here and there, yeah. and pike yeah. and musky. Well, not musky, but, well, yeah, but one day. Trout, one day. trout and bass, yeah. Trout and bass. <laughs> and pike and pike. I, yeah. I took a tarpon fly at my cottage as I'm in a bay. Yeah. And, um, and I saw bait busting. I used to make my neighbors crazy because I'd get in a canoe and I'd, go up and I'd stand up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And fly, fly, fly cast yeah. just to practice. Yeah. And you know you're doing a little, of this, yeah. and I know they all want me to go in. Like you just know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're sipping the wine and they're saying, "I hope that guy falls in." It, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, luckily, I didn't. But I, one of those days, I saw bait just smashing yeah. in here, so I thought it was a pike, and I ran in and I, I had a, a tarpon fly like that, so I trimmed off some of the feathers to get it closer to the hook, and I got over on a, little elevated space. And I took a cast to the shadow. Boom. Crazy, crazy. Musky. Oh, I got wow. a musky and a fly. 
No way. Yeah. Awesome. It wasn't big, but you know, it's like that. Yeah. Oh, that's decent. Oh, that's huh? decent. It's like five, five cents. You know? Yeah, it was. A, yeah. It's awesome. People yeah. go fish for muskie all summer and catch one. Yeah. So it's very true. That's a, that's it's a paint dry good. fish, right? It's a it's a thousand cast fish, like a, a thousand steelhead. cast of fish. Yeah. yeah. I took my neighbor, my neighbor's son out. I saw him fishing off the dock. And I said, Mick, do you want to do you want to go out? I've got a spot out here. I it just I'm going to go for half an hour. Yeah. Just do some casts <clears throat> along the rocks. This third cast, you got a muskie. <laughs> like oh, man. this. And fat. And beautiful. Yeah, yeah, Clean. Yeah. Clean. Oh, clean. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful fish. Yeah. And he said, he said, what is that? I said, it's a muskie. And I said, you know, and Georgian Bay is sort of the capital of yeah. muskie fishing in this part of the world, or at least it used to be. Mm-hmm. I just don't fish them all that much yeah. anymore. I, yeah. I fish off my dock. If a muskie comes, great. Yeah. But I don't care. Yeah. It's whatever because you can get off of there. Salt water. That's the place. It's a jam. I, I mean, yeah. It's. I was born in the salt water. I never caught anything in the salt water yet. <laughs> I should know. Where were you born? Trinidad. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, I know. I think your son told me. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't know what it, like, I, I don't know what the fishing's like, the fly fishing's like in, in Trinidad. It's like just sane fishing, you know? Just nets. Mike yeah. told us. So I don't know. Well, he says it's good. Oh, right. Yeah, he did. There are fish there. Yeah, of course. Some been. of the places are overfished. Yeah. But anywhere you have an island mm-hmm. and you've got, I, I look at any any show where I see, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's Survivor, any TV show that's on and yeah. you see water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'll say to my family, right there, left side, <laughs> that patch, there's fish in there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If there aren't be, there will be in an hour. Yeah. yeah. Right? So you just see so this. Yeah. Yeah. Tobago has a lot of flats. It's kind of, you know, so you can go out. Maybe maybe half a kilometer out, and there's something called the the nylon pool, and it's just you know a flat island. Yeah, and you can fish there. I'm sure there's like bonefish or some sort of fish like for that. Sure. For sure. Yeah, yeah, but I've never I've never actually tried. Well. Yeah. Well, I'll bring these guys, and I'll bring you around, along around along, <laughs> and uh, you better bring go. me around. First. Yeah, oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fish that water next yeah. year. Next you year, talk about it. it. Yeah, yeah, we'll stay in my, you know, well, we won't stay in my relatives because they're not in Tobago, but we'll stay. I know a guy who owns a motel, Michael's. We'll stay there. You know, there we'll you cook go. our own food, make our own curry. Well, snook sounds good. Curried snook. There you go. Yeah. Tough to get. You won't want a curry snook. <laughs> no, eh? so just so pure. so good. About yeah. Yeah. yeah, just awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we oh. talked about redfish, we talked about snook, we talked about tarpon. Are there any other, because you mentioned jack was some of the first fly, or some of the first fish rather you caught on the fly in the salt. Fish and jacks, how big do they get? What kind of, what's the experience like with jacks? Well, jacks are the easiest of those because they're prolific and they're always moving. And I was, for example, uh, I was fly fishing for bonefish in Cayman and uh, and I saw a fish moving, and I didn't know what it was. So it was 40 yards beyond where I could cast. But it was in two feet of water, crystal clear water. I took a cast at it. It saw it. It saw the fly, did a hard right turn, and chased in and just slammed it <laughs> and ran. Yeah. So they're, they're less fussy. Mm-hmm. They're they're acrobatic, right? They're very. Uh, they're. Uh, like I wouldn't almost. say acrobatic no. as much as I would say more dogged pulling. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. they are they are 
very strong, strong fish for the size of the fish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there are jacks that, like some of the ocean jacks, get ridiculously huge. Yeah. And they travel in schools. Right. So I, I don't fly fish for jacks because I'd rather focus on the big three yeah. in, mm -hmm. in the area that I fish. Right. But you will often, <clears throat> you don't know, I mean, fish, they mix up with each other. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you'll get, you'll get a, a jack following um, redfish because it's kicking up mud. Yeah. Right. And the jack is going to go for an easy meal or whatever. So, but that, hap that happens a lot. Yeah. But of the four species <clears throat> that we spoke of tonight, the, the jack is the least spectacular of those. Yeah. But a great fighter. Yeah. I mean, just say, okay, you had a bad day. You caught six jacks. It's still good. Yeah. They yeah. fight like it's crazy. pretty good bycatch. Yeah. Sorry, Gab, what did you say? I said it's a pretty good bycatch. No, oh, you know, yeah, you target yeah, something yeah. else. Yeah. You get a jack. You're like, well, yeah. that's a pretty good fight. Yeah. It's like when you go steelhead and you catch bass, like, you'll take it. I'm like, oh, that's nice. Or walleye. I love walleye. Yeah. I, love I know walleye. you do. Yeah. I don't know, but I don't know why, but. <laughs> I love walleye. <laughs> On a fly? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's the first Whatever. fish I ever caught on a fly. It was a. Well, that's why you like it. I love them. Mm -hmm. 20, 22-inch walleye on a nice. leech pattern. Oh, my God. I almost tipped the canoe. I it's lost like a the fly box, my first fly box yeah. ever in the water. Because what happened was I was, I was fumbling with a, uh, my, my anchor that was stuck on a log. Yeah. And I was going like this. I'm like, what the hell? Oh my God. Like, it was like the fall of the cold, you know? And I fly. I go and I look at my rod, and it's just like this. I'm like, holy shit. I start going, and I bring it up. Massive fish. But in the meantime, I, you know, I'm flipping. I'm flopping. almost tipped the boat. <laughs> The amazing! It was the best. It was the most. It was the best thing. And from then on, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta fly fish for everything." Yeah. But yeah, we catch them on the swing sometimes. You know, we're steelheading, and it's like a, it's a welcome surprise, right? Mm -hmm. I'm I'm a noble man. My first uh, fish on the fly was a brook trout. There you go, <laughs> all pro. <laughs> yeah. Well, brook trout. I still remember. Are I, like I I I love them all, <laughs> but I would say brook trout. They're cute. I mean. You know, you, you just you start in the fresh waters of Canada or America, wherever you live, and and you're fishing, mm -hmm. and it's fundamentally the same thing. But then, if you move to the fly, uh, fly casting, you, you will just treble the pleasure. Yeah. Over time, you have to put a little bit work in to do it, but the minute you once you get it and you start feeling it. Yeah. And then you start having to catch fish that yeah. way. Yeah. It really is quite awesome. Oh yeah. 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 I had I had speaking of unusual catches, <laughs> um, I was in the uh, Queen Charlotte Islands and I, I took my son Cam there mm -hmm. one, and he was he was all pro. I mean he, he's not anywhere near as avid a fisherman as I am, but we were there and it's you're you're on you know, we've got yep. a guide and a boat and rough weather and yeah. we're banging salmon in there, which was really good. But I used to go with <clears throat> my father-in-law and he was a great guy. He was six foot five, 300 pounds, big John. He was a British Navy diver back in the day, but a gentleman and a fun, mm. good, good guy. Yeah. And he loved to fish. But when we were in Langara, he liked to drive the boat thinking he was Lord Nelson. <laughs> yeah. And that's prior to our using guides. And so we're catching all sorts of fish, but I saw a bait ball, and I, I bring fly rods 
to Langara, mm -hmm. which is the Queen Charlotte Islands, mm -hmm. right up at the top. So you're in the ocean. And my goal has always been to catch a Chinook in the ocean on a fly. So I usually go there in, uh, to Langara in uh, late August, around Labor Day, because you get coho and Chinook. And, and lovely halibut. Anyhow, we see the bait ball. And we took a pass through with the cut plug herring, bang, we got a, um, a Chinook. I spun the boat. I said, John, we got to get back in that bait ball and getting the fly rod. So I take the fly rod and I've got um, sinking line. Mm -hmm. So I shoot the whole line. So you get 90 feet. And as soon as it drops down, you know that you're at 45 feet. So I'm stripping back up yeah. through the bait ball bang i'm on all of a sudden a bird comes flying out of the way the bait the birds were bombing the bait yeah and diving down deep yeah and i hooked one. Oh my god it went up into the sky now it's like a kite so <laughs> no i had this way. thing I, I yeah i totally did oh and, my god <laughs> and it's there flapping and flapping oh and flapping and so i i get it down and just Wrapped a towel around it, and we got the right. we got the hook out of it, and it was good. Oh, it was good. Oh, okay, yeah. 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 yeah cool. But anyhow, yeah, that was uh, you know, it, it's not exactly the jack or the <laughs> the bass. That's an interesting my, uh, uh, catch, though. My dad sure. hooked onto a bat once. A bat. Oh yeah, the bat story. Yeah, yeah. It happens, man. It happens at night when people night fish. Well, yeah. yeah. And, and even it's, it. it's not necessarily night. It's just like just before that that, right. that last light. And they're eating bugs that are coming out of the water. So, I couldn't imagine fishing, a, fly fishing at night, man. I'd be so freaked out. I don't know where my fly is. It's awesome. Oh, you're okay. crawling behind you. Well, a lot of people in Florida, well, or even Cayman, mm -hmm. will fish. You go out onto a pier, or you'll go, you'll go into some back channels yep. where people have lights by their boats, yep. right. and you'll hear you'll hear tarpon popping. You'll pop, pop. And snook. He's yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God. So, is, is, there, awesome. is there a specific time, like the better? Because I know you talked about the tides, um, but is there specific times that it's better to fish for, for certain I, species of saltwater fish, like tarpon versus? Well, we, you, you talked about at night. So, yeah. <clears throat> if you're at night and there's anywhere near a tide change and you go into the back channels where there's lights yeah. and bait, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to catch a fish. Right, right, right. But generally, no. I mean, we. we we connect with our guide, Kevin, um, at, he wants us there at like 6.30 in the morning. Yeah. So we drive over from the Naples area, and we're in an open boat, and we're probably going 50 miles an hour, and we go for 40, 50 minutes in that flats boat, and it is freezing. Yeah. Even in the Everglades. Like, you're freezing your rear end off. <clears throat> so I'm going November, because I'm going to the UK next week, or a couple of weeks. I can't do my October trip, but November 16, I'll be back in Florida. That'll be the first trip. So that'll be a bit uh, bit chilly. So we leave in the morning, mm -hmm. and we come off the water, you know, at 2 o'clock. So within that, you'll have a tide change or two. Mm -hmm, mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter because we got Kevin. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. So he knows where fish. So you're saying it's better to go. So you, if you give us his contacts, we're good. We're good to go. Because you, you oh, think no. it's better. So no renting of the boat, no renting of the flats, whatever. We, we're going out with, uh, with a guide for sure. For sure. Okay. Yeah. 
anywhere you go for the first time, yeah, go with a guide. Yeah. And have a GPS yeah. in your pocket. Just keep it on. Yeah. And track it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so we, we went with a couple of other guys who didn't want to get a guide to go to another place north of us. I said, Joe, have you fished here? Yeah. He went, no, no. And there's a lot. It, it all looks good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can have, it all looks good, but the fish may be in five places. Mm-hmm. And then they're rotating at different times. Yeah. In Cayman, mm-hmm. it went, if I catch a fish at, <clears throat> let's say, four in the afternoon, as an example, yeah. because you'll see jacks running. You'll mm-hmm. see schools of jacks. The, the water lights up. The, the fry, mm-hmm. you don't hear that word a lot here, no. do you? Mm-hmm. The fry, the bait fish, <laughs> start crackling and popping. And then you'll yeah. see... Other fish bombing in after them. Yeah. And if that's four o'clock tomorrow, it's at four thirty. Okay. Or four forty-five. So it's right. just a change in the tide. So you yeah. can go the same place half an hour or forty minutes later. Yeah. Yeah. That makes and, sense. Yeah. And yeah. it's not. But every place yeah. is different. Fundamentally, though, for me, if you're fishing salt water, moving water is good. Uh, even if it's sh- and we're in the shallow water, but yeah. at least it's water coming in and out. It may be changing by a foot. Yeah. But that's probably too technical. Get a guide. Yeah. Go have fun. You'll make a few miscasts. Yeah. And, well, uh, some more than others. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a blast. Yeah. Especially yeah. in the salt water. Like you can't just like rent a boat and like you can't just like go to Florida and like, oh, I'm just gonna rent a boat and go to Everglades. Like, yeah. There's no someone. way. No, you like, absolutely. Uh, like yeah. How, how? Where do you? Like you said, every single. Pieces Such of mangrove look good. Is so much water. It so all looks water. good. Yeah. yeah. So much water. Our, our, our guide is 42. He grew up in South Florida. Yeah. And he was, he went on a golf scholarship. He actually beat Tiger Woods at university. Whoa. Once. Yeah. <laughs> As he says, once. Once. But anyhow, so he, he's, and these, these guides are generally in way better shape than one would think. But they're polling, you know, yeah. an 18-foot boat, a motor, two guys. Yeah. Uh, and Kevin works, man. We, we, we take really good care of him because he works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's worth it. Yeah. I mean, a lot cheaper than having your own boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've had boats up here, still do, but uh, I much, it's... At this age and stage? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Let's yeah. go. So any plans for anywhere else, like Seychelles, maybe? Because, I mean, that's my dream. Well, my buddies have been to the Seychelles. Yeah. And fabulous bone fishing. I've not been there. Mm-hmm. I was going to go, but it's a crazy place to yeah. get to. I know. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> I, you know, from what I heard, uh, fabulous fishing. Mm-hmm. And there were some other parts of it. I mean, I... I who knows? I, yeah. I just say, do it. You, yeah. want to, you want to do it? Do it. Yeah. But for you, you're good. You're good in the Caribbean? Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. you know, I, I once went to uh, fly fishing in Ireland because my father-in-law, Big John, was British. He lived in Ireland for a period of time and said, oh, it's just amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we go, to, we go to Ireland and we'd rented a home. And my, my wife, son, and daughter all were there a little bit ahead of me because I was working and running around and all that stuff. So I connected with them a little bit later. I think they were in France, and then they went over and rented a place 
in Ireland. So we get into the town of Ireland, and I'm dead tired, but we had to shop. And we went into the store to buy groceries for the house that we were in. I was there to, um, well, the, the shop, the guy behind the uh, meat counter, he says, so where, so where would you be from? <laughs> I said, well, we're from Canada. He says, oh, Canada, you see. Now, what would you be doing here? <laughs> I said, well, I'm here to, uh, to fly fish. You fly fishing, you say. Now, what would you be fishing for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, salmon. He went, hmm, haven't seen a salmon in 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. But th- that happened to be the driest summer in the history of Ireland. Oh. And, and there were salmon pooled up. Right, right. You yeah. see a big black cloud, but they couldn't get into the river. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Because no, it's crazy. No, uh, yeah. You need high water. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Well, they had to have enough to to get over. Know, yeah. Get in the rivers. Yeah. So I got a gilly and yeah. fished for trout. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was nice. So it's, it's all good. Fishing for trout in Ireland. That's too bad. <laughs> but my point was, at the end of it, I said to to Big John, I just said, you know, we live in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. Where we have salmon all over the place, and you want to take me to Ireland mm-hmm. in a drought and wind, and there weren't any fish, but we still had fun. Yeah. yeah. So in terms of, I, I don't, I, if I get a craving to go somewhere, I will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But my expression that I used to use in business <clears throat> when I'd started, I sold Company A and was doing Company B, was being interviewed by someone at the Globe. I said, well, why are you doing this? Which was in the women's magazine category. And I said, well, I like to fish where the fish are. Yeah. Because in terms of spending, that's where yeah. it was yeah, back in those days. But the same for fishing. Yeah. yeah. So I can go to the Everglades, and I am, mm-hmm. in, in a month, and I'll be in a new place, mm-hmm. and it'll be beautiful. Yeah. I'll be with a great guide and my buddy. Yeah. And we'll have a few giggles. Mm-hmm. We might catch a fish. We'll make some great casts. Mm-hmm. We'll lie. <laughs> and it'll all be good. Yeah. <laughs> and that's fly fishing. That's it, man. And fly fishing the salt. It is. Yeah. You know, as someone who grew up on perch and bass and pike and pickerel. Yeah. And I loved it. I loved every bit of it. Mm. And then, you know, go into salmon in Georgian Bay and then Atlantic salmon and then snook in the Caribbean and the other species in the Caribbean, all shallow water, sometimes spinning if it's too windy to fly a cast. If you don't have a back cast because yep. you got foliage here, it's a yep. little, little flick. Yeah. So you just adapt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you have the chance to get into a, a nice shallow saltwater area with a guide who knows the water and you've practiced your casting and you get a chance to lay a fly on the water. I used to love just just hearing the sound. Yeah. Just yeah. hearing just hearing the just hearing I can tell by the sound. Yeah. So you hit a golf ball, you can tell if it's good. Oh, yeah. Just from contact. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Same with the slap shot, the high hard one. You know it's good. And with this, with the fly, oh my God, I just, yeah. it just, I, I 
say to anyone who will listen, please go catch a tarpon. <laughs> with, or without, with or without a fly, because it will change your life. You see a tarpon, take bait or take a fly and come out of the water, It's full diaper change time. Yeah. <laughs> it is a beauty. <laughs> That's becoming a little too real in my world. Yeah. <laughs> it's a joke. It's a joke. Yeah. But anyhow, it's very, very exciting. And um, I would uh, encourage young men such as yourselves who have a passion yeah. for fishing to that is a must do. Yeah. Social? Let's do this. Yeah, visit our social uh, page. We got Facebook, SoFly. I always mix those up. The SoFly crew. Oh, yeah, no, Facebook. Yeah. See, no, Facebook it, it, is SoFly. <laughs> okay, we need to, we need to, we need to uh, fix that. Yeah, we need to get a, a one name for all of our, our handles. But I know people, you know, whatever. But, Gab, again, what is Facebook? Facebook, SoFly. Check us out. Instagram, the SoFly crew. <laughs> Because SoFly was taken. <laughs> Asshole. That's amazing. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and that's it. And hey, we got shirts now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So go on our uh, Instagram page, go on our Facebook page. Gab's wearing one right now. Yeah. Looks great. I love it. Can you guys see it? Looks great. Looks great. Check this out. That was Looks a joke. Good. I got pecs now, too, because I'm being. Uh, okay, all right. All right. So wrap it up. Send us an email. <laughs> hey, the SoFly crew at gmail.com. Uh, Chris, Chris at Drift Outfitter sent us an email. Um, and he said that we messed up a story last time. We said that somebody uh, looked up uh, information on, uh, he, he asked for, remember the Brook Choke guy we were talking about last yeah. show? We were talking about um, how he, he had sent the government information, or what is it, um, freedom of information yep. to get this fishing spot up in the middle of, of nowhere where this guy was doing a fishing show. So this guy saw him doing, he was catching all these massive brook trout. And so this guy watching the show sent an email to the government said, I need to know the name of this lake. I'm entitled to know it. I said that the guy got the name and went fishing and slayed, but I was wrong. I just read the headline and uh, came to my own conclusions. It was actually the guy who was fishing that caught the fish. Chris corrected us. So. Yeah. And we didn't get his name right, too. And that's my fault. And it was Mike. What? Mike Borger. Mike Borger. There you go. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. So that's thanks, why Chris. we love you. Yeah. yeah. Chris is the man. Yep. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, I think that's another good uh, it's episode 15 of the bag. Well, thanks, Greg. My yeah, pleasure. Sure. This was amazing. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks for having me. Good Absolutely. to meet you guys. Tight yeah. lines. Yeah. And enjoy every moment on the water. It is special. Absolutely. Yeah, we cherish all of it. And salt soon. That's it for me, Mitch. I'm out. Uh, Gab? Hey, I'm out too. Yelma? Going on. Bye, everyone. Bye.